you choose, you have 100% control to go with the uncomfortable and lean into the excitement of the unknown. All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend. Ridhu Parikh here. Welcome to my podcast. I am in my master closet, as I have mentioned many times before on this podcast, because this is where I get the best sound. All the clothes are around, so there's no like like sound shooting off the windows and the bare walls in my, or not really bare walls, but off my walls in my office. So anyway, this is where I've been told I'm supposed to be doing it. This is where I am. And I am in my wedge boots, so I'm standing like three and a half inches taller, feeling very, uh, very pumped today. Very pumped. So I'm excited to jump into this. I got, I'm all, I'm all jazzed up for this. All right. And today we're talking about energy and emotions, which if you listen to my episode last week, which was my 100th episode, woohoo! I mentioned a piece about this. I was really talking about focusing on your thoughts and beliefs for the best results. That was one of my you know, three kind of breakthrough strategies for the year. And this episode is a little bit goes hand in hand in that. Perhaps it's a step further or like kind of an offshoot, I guess. But specifically, this relates to decision making and your energy and your emotions, which determines your overall results and your success. The decisions we make from everything we do all day, like everything we put into our mouth in the morning or where we put our attention over the course of the day to what we say yes to, to what we say no to, to how we react every time our phone starts vibrating or there's a ding or ring or beep. These are all decisions we make. We make from morning till we go to bed at night throughout the day over and over. And those decisions determine whether that day was successful, right? So if you make a bunch of good decisions, they sort of snowball, usually go one decision, one good decision to another. Sometimes if you make some that aren't so good, that snowballs or often it's a mix. It's a mix of all of them. But here's something that we we should embrace about decision-making. Decisions often entail opposing thoughts. Okay, so especially when decisions are meaningful or they're really impactful. So you can and you should have opposing thoughts when you make decisions that mean something to you. So when you hear your alarm going off in the morning, you're making a decision at that moment based on two opposing thoughts, right? It's kind of like the angel and the devil sitting on your shoulders. And the angel thought she's saying, get up, get up, lazy ass. You know, you should just get up and do what's good for you and start your day fresh and just 
and don't hit snooze and just get up and start your day, right? And so that is that is that emotion. And then the other side on your shoulder, it's the devil, right? And it, it, the devil's saying, oh, it's so warm in here. It's so comfy. Skip the yoga or skip your planning or just stay in bed, okay? So those are the two different emotions and they're obviously opposing. And the angel one is actually a little bit more... It involves more discomfort, right? And the devil one, it's, it's more comfortable. It's easier to stay in bed and keep warm and keep the covers on than to get up and start your day at that moment. Okay, so these are two opposing emotions at the same time. And notice this is a pretty impactful decision to make because getting out of bed on time could change the entire trajectory of your whole day and of your mood, right? If you start with a series of wins, there's a higher likelihood you'll have wins throughout the day. If you start with a series of let's say failure in the morning, not getting up, you get scattered, you get behind and you kind of start your day just like in anxiety. Okay. So that's how you know, like that, those are two opposing emotions for something that's actually pretty meaningful. On the other hand, let's say you get dressed and you're like putting on your shoes or your sneakers and you, the ones you wear most days and you just throw them on and it's not causing you to have opposing emotions because it's not that impactful of a decision, right? Like it's just like the same shoes you wear all the time and probably whatever pair of shoes you choose on a given day is just going to be just fine, right? So you're not going to have opposing emotions on that for that decision because it's not such a big deal. Okay. So on that note, if you keep that in mind, uh, other examples are you might want to say no to a certain client or a certain project or just a certain demand or request from a client, and you'll have two opposing emotions gnawing at you, right? One emotion that's uncomfortable, then the uncomfortable one is like, I, if I push back, I'm worried about what they might think, what they might say, what they might think of me. I don't know what to say. Um, and the other emotion is, is an exciting one. Like, oh, that would feel so amazing though. If I said no to them and I would feel so liberated and so free, I'd love to be able to say no. Okay. Another example might be uh, recently a member in our membership group, you know who you are if you're listening, shut down an email that she used for years and years. She was moving to a new venture uh, from a venture she had been in for many, many years, but that effectively meant she wasn't going to lose years and years worth of messages, which is really scary, right? Um, on one hand, that's that emotion. On the other hand, that emotion is it's very exciting. It's a huge weight off my shoulders, right? So that's a, while it's equally scary, and anxiety-inducing is also equally liberating and really f- exciting. So it should be scary, is my point here, to put up a new boundary or to say something new or to just get out of uh, your comfort zone. And this is what I want you to embrace because I think that sometimes we look at opposing emotions as confusion, or we attribute emotional opposition to us being scattered or not competent in our decision-making skills. And that's just not true, okay? It's just part of the process when you're making decisions that are meaningful. And just because you're having opposing emotions does not mean anything about you. It doesn't reflect on you as being indecisive or being confused. It just means that because it's an emotional decision, there may just be opposing emotions. Okay. But here's the good news. What it does mean, what it does mean is that you get to choose where you put your attention. You do have those two opposing emotions, but you always have a choice, which is really exciting because that means it's in your hands. That means you have control. 
you have control to go with either the comfort, stay in my comfort zone, and maybe sometimes that complacency, um, or even that comfort could be like out of fear, which means you stay in comfort because you you fear the change, right? Or you choose, you have 100% control to go with the uncomfortable and lean into the excitement of the unknown. Typically, we are making decisions from hanging out in the safe zone, right? In the comfort zone. But here is the deal, my sweet friend, all the awesome happens outside of your comfort zone, All the awesome happens outside of your comfort zone. Things don't change. Things don't grow. Things aren't quick and impactful. You don't get those results. They don't happen when you're always operating or often operating from within your comfort zone. Now, listen, my sweet friend, another thing. Don't confuse getting out of your comfort zone with risk-taking. Okay, those are not synonymous. For example, if I'm uncomfortable getting on camera and doing lives and doing live training, that's something I'm uncomfortable with. And if, but if I decided to do it, it doesn't mean I'm taking a big risk, right? It's truly not a huge risk to my business or to my livelihood or to my family for me to get on camera, like doing a live. It really isn't. It might be a risk a little bit to my ego, but it's really not a risk in the grand scheme of things. So if you're uncomfortable making, let's say, a hire for an assistant, or if you're uncomfortable delegating something that's administrative that you know you shouldn't be doing or you shouldn't be spending your time on, that's also typically not a huge risk to your business or to your life. Now, I'm not saying there's zero risk and that everything will go perfectly if you delegate that, if you hire someone new, but in the grand scheme of your services and your offerings and your business model and your revenue and your livelihood, again, I think you'd agree there's not a huge risk there, right? You are still kind of, you still have that control. If you're uncomfortable putting up a new boundary with your clients or your current clients, now that can definitely be outside of your comfort zone, outside of your safety zone, but again, not a huge risk to your business. You may potentially lose a prospect here or there, but chances are they weren't the right client for you anyway if they have such a problem with your boundaries. So if you decide you're going to take consults on only, let's say, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they refuse to take a consult with you on that day just because they're being difficult, now that's not a client you'd want to work with anyway. So my point in all this is that don't equate you know, pushing back or getting out of your comfort zone with having to take big risks. Okay, I'm actually not a big risk taker at all. If I see there's rain in the forecast, I'm grabbing my umbrella and my rain jacket and put it, putting it in the car. Okay, it's so like I am not a huge let me go with the flow and figure things out as they come and you know take all these risks. I like to plan ahead and be prepared and know what's coming up. Um, a lot of that is because I've been doing this work for so long and I remember the experiences and I can feel I remember the outcomes like to my core when. I didn't think ahead and I didn't think about the future or planning. And now that I know what it feels like, I love that feeling. So I try to live my life that way as often as I can. So I re- I certainly wouldn't qualify myself as a risk taker. However, I do strive to get out of my comfort zone on a regular basis because I know that the small discomforts will add up to big 
results. Okay. And the results aren't always monetary. When I get out of my comfort zone, the results often show up as bigger thinking or bigger learning or more confidence or more self-respect or better leadership or better role modeling, right? It's not always about the money. I mean, sometimes it is, but often it's not. So that's also why I'm really open and I invest heavily in professional development and personal development because again, it's out of my comfort zone. It's like something that, and I'm not always like, oh my God, should, we, should I be spending all this money? But I don't look at it as at risk. I'm very careful with the investments. I research them. I try to make the best decisions with the information I have. I won't put myself into debt to get there. But at the same time, I need to lean into the excitement of that or and the, the, the positive attributes of it because that's how I've chosen to, to make decisions, right? I don't always want to stay in that comfort zone often. In fact, often I'm always thinking, how can I get out of it? Because I remind myself that all the awesome happens outside of my comfort zone. All right. So I want to make this really tangible for you because, you know, I want to leave you with like a step-by-step of something. And so, of course, I have my three-step process for you. The next time you find yourself making a meaningful decision, and again, that could be as small as pressing snooze or not pressing snooze in the alarm in the morning, to delegating, to investing, to saying no to somebody, to putting up boundaries. These are all decisions that we're making throughout the day. Okay. So the first piece of this process is just sort of your mindset and embracing that opposing thoughts are normal. Okay. They are no reflection of you or your smart or your lack of clarity or that makes you confused or anything else like that. It is not a reflection of you. When there are meaningful decisions in your life, they will be, you will have opposing emotions. Normal. Okay. So number one, just embrace that. Number two, Embrace the fact that opposing thoughts mean you do have control. In fact, it's completely opposite of you thinking, oh, I'm scattered or I'm confused. No, it means that you get to make a choice. You have an option and you are in control of those opposing emotions. And then number three, lean into the discomfort as often as you can. Now, of course, this doesn't mean you're always taking risks. You can be very well thought out about it, but when you lean into the the discomfort because all the awesome happens outside of your comfort zone. All right. So I think that was a short one today, but this almost wraps up for today. But, you know, we cannot leave without a challenge of the week, which is a little bit different than the three-step process we went to. I want to leave you with a really tangible next step and something to do for this week. So, you know, you spent your last, I guess, 15, 20 minutes with me. I want to make your time here really worth it. So today's action is to lean into an uncomfortable decision this week. Okay, lean into an uncomfortable decision this week. Let me know what it is. Share it with me. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 102. Let me know or let me know over on Instagram. I would love to hear what it is. Sometimes the best way for us to lean into it is to share it with others, to have some accountability, to get some support around it and just know that someone is there cheering you on. Okay, and really just two other quick things, quick reminders before 
we get out of here today. If you like what you're hearing or have already heard, please leave a review. It really helps me see, get seen by other amazing women all around the world. And those like tricky little algorithms is what does it with those dang reviews. Number two, if you want more motivation and inspiration to get control of your business, of your life, be sure to check out my new training, Turn Your Scattered Week into a Structure You Can Stick To. It's for women business owners who look put together, but don't feel that way. I walk you through exactly how to get control of your week and your time, and you can find it over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash best week. All right, my love. Thank you for showing up here. Today was a quick one. I thank you though from every moment of your time from the bottom of my heart for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy, and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.